Okay. On three. Yeah. One, two, three. Nailed it. Got it. Nailed. Cool. Yeah, we just we just took that intro and just ripped it. Hey guys, welcome to the Rip It Show. I'm Seth. I'm Doug. And welcome. We're back. We are. I mean, well, in a t- in a in a timely fashion. Yeah, I was gonna say if we say we're back, like surprised every time. It's <laughs> like we could probably dial that in. You know what else we like could be dialed in is like at the beginning of movies when they say like no smoking allowed. It's like we got we got that like fifteen years ago. Exactly. So it's, uh, yeah, I uh, that's funny you say that. I've always wondered. It's like even on airplanes. It's like really. Do we really need to say no smoking? Yeah. I mean, it's that's that's done. Like, everybody knows it. Everybody. Maybe people from Eastern Europe might need reminding. I guess. But anyway, but, it, you, you know, that joke gets in. I mean, it's not a joke, but that thought gets into, like, what's the deal with no smoking? Oh, times, totally. You know? <laughs> totally. What's the deal with this? We're back. All right. <laughs> So anyway, so how's things going? How's the uh, you're you're in New York now? Yep. So how's the we- how's the weather out there? Well, today it wasn't the worst, but yesterday we got like six inches of fucking snow, and it didn't stick. <laughs> it was it was complete bullshit. Yeah, it was just like everybody was just like, "Fuck you!" Like to the sky. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it it was just <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, so uh, you've been having a good week. Anything? Any news? Any Weird, interesting, cool things happen? I mean, I, I wish that I could say yes, but no. Actually, today uh, was just, like, we had to go get something notarized. Oh, got it. Okay. And it was the fucking worst. It should have it should have <laughs> been very easy. But it was, like, a solid hour of just this guy at the UPS store who's also a notary. So, obviously, being a notary, nothing against people who work at the UPS store, like... Out of this guy. Of course. It was this guy. Yeah. Like, this guy proved that being a notary is not any sort of, like, notable thing. Right. You know, <laughs> this guy was just a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> it took, like, first of all, he's like, he, we printed something out, typed it up, printed it out. And he's, and after we printed it out, he's like, he's like, I just don't know. He's like, you might need other language in this. And it's like... Well, what? And he's like, that's why I told you that I should have read it. And he didn't. He didn't say that ever prior to us. (laughs) So it was like, you know, I was so, I didn't want to get into it. So then we had to wait for like the computer back at the UPS store to open up, which took like 40 minutes because there were other people that got in line ahead of us. And then, so I was listening to this dude for like 40 minutes. And someone was trying to ship something to Seoul. South Korea. Yeah. And the guy, he was just like, that's not a name of a city. The guy was insisting. And that Seoul wasn't? Yeah. He's like, that's not a city. You mean South Korea. And he was like, no. The guy was like, no, like Seoul, Korea. He's like, you must mean South. He's like, Seoul, that's the name of the city. And it went on for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and I was so close to just being like, it, it, it's it. Like, you should know yeah, this. It's Seoul. It's Seoul. South, it, yeah, it's South Korea, but it you could call it Korea. You, you could right? just you could fucking call it Seoul, dude. It's a major. It, that's like it's like not knowing Paris. It's a major. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah, the Olympics were there. 
it's it's one of the biggest cities in the world. You know, yeah. and even if you're not like a big <laughs> geography buff or whatever, it's a big one. I was like, I had to put up with that kind of shit for like, and then another customer was in there. It's it's tweaked me off all day. I've been I've been <laughs> fucking on the edge all day because of this dude. And there was another customer, oh. and uh, you know, she was like the the customer came up. She was like, "If I sent this today, uh, you know, will it get there Monday?" And the guy was like, "No, it's going to be Tuesday." And she was like, "It can't get there Monday." And he was like, "No, can you guess why?" And I just wanted to be like, "Just tell her, you motherfucker." She doesn't want to guess. It's like service your customers. I was yeah. Uh, that's called New, that's called New York customer service. I, New York know, City customer guy, service. It was, it was called like I don't know how to interact with human beings. The guy was yeah. But remember, I don't know what episode it was, but it was when we were in moving, and I was I had to park my car at that lot or that van at the lot. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. they were like, "Oh, can you come back? Another, do you have to be here now? Can you come back later?" Like, fuck. Yeah, that's classic New York fucking behavior dude yeah i guess so but i was this i could not i couldn't stand to be in that place for another two minutes yeah like i was on the edge of full-on fucking explosion yeah (laughs) what's funny is that i know you and i could just i can just see you in those places and you have a very like calm out outside demeanor but inside it's like volcanoes oh my exploding God. and like super supernovas like going off in your brain the, you know you can you can't even imagine <laughs> like my i love it like my lower back kind of hurts from it <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so that was Yeah, you should find you should find a real notary, like a new real notary. I know, but it's like I don't need an I I this is it I don't need a notary ever. Like do you get shit notarized? Never, but I'm sure somebody at the fucking Haven is a notary. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're probably anyway. right. I I probably know, but yeah. Okay, well, whatever. So yeah, that was that was my day. How about you? Big week? Not really. Just, you know, the same old kind of stuff. Yeah. Chill. Super exciting. Nothing. But you, uh, earlier this week, you called, like, it was like an emergency rip it session needs to happen. Yes, I did. So uh, That's true. Yeah. So why don't we, uh, so wh- why? Why did you have to, like, get on, like, the, well, what what color was the president's phone? Like, the remember that? Like, the red phone, was it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's the red phone. Okay, yeah. yeah. So what made you get on the red phone and be like, we need an emergency ripid summit? Well, before we get to that, okay, I just want to ask, I want to, so nothing, I'm just curious, like, anything, you know, I anything else weird happened to you this week at all? Dude, what are you, I don't know what you're leading. I am seriously trying to think what what you were trying to get at. Okay, well... Uh, listen, uh, hold on one sec. Listen uh, closely. All right. Does this, does this, does this remind you of anything? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. You got hey. the wrong number. So you the one who hit my car? No, dude. I live in New York and I don't have a car. Well, you left your phone number on my windshield. Okay. Yeah. Someone left a... Did, they just yeah, stop yapping and listen. 
Listen, B, you scratch my fender and bust it out my tail light. Nope. Yes, I don't have a car, dude. Who your insurance company, B? I don't have a car. Y'all, don't lie to me. All right, man, I'm going to hang up on you because I don't have a car. You have the wrong number. I'm sorry. Then why'd you leave a damn note? And then you hung up. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I was, <laughs> what, who was it? That was a, that, who was it? That was a prank. That's a, it's like a prank thing that you can have, you know, sent to your phone. And, we, and me and my buddy sent it to you. So is the dude talking, like, is it a recording? Yeah, it's a recording. It was kind of on time. Oh, yeah. I think there's some sort of algorithm that, like, syncs it properly. Yeah, no, that was good. I, I thought, <laughs> I, Virginia and I talked about that for like 10 minutes afterwards. But yeah, it was just like, I know. I was, I was just like, I am arguing with, like, there's, this argument is pointless. I just, okay. Yeah, that's why I just hung up on the dude. And I blocked the number. I blocked, it's the first number I've ever blocked on my phone. So it's like, this guy could be calling me a hundred times. <laughs> Oh, because I knew, okay, I knew that would, I I was like, God, I wonder what he's doing right now. So let's just go back. So yeah. when, when, when we set it up, and this is also like part of the emergency uh, podcast, because I wanted to get this fresh. All you right. know what I mean? Yeah. So we set it up, uh, and then I was like, make sure the number is coming from Baltimore. I was like, he'll answer a number from Baltimore. If it's from like Florida or somewhere weird, he's not going to answer. But and so it showed up coming from Baltimore, right? Well, yeah, it said Sykesville, Maryland, which is outside of Baltimore. But yeah, that's like, I didn't answer it the first time because it's a number I don't know. But then it like called back immediately. So it was like, maybe yeah. someone I know from Maryland whose number I don't know, something happened. You know? Right. So yeah. So, right. Yeah. So that worked. That was a good, good ploy. Yeah. And so. So what was your thoughts as it was happening? Well, it's just like, I don't know how to convince this guy. Because <laughs> I can only say, like, I don't have a car. Like, yeah. you know, and if you're going to argue like that point, I'm hanging up on you. Yeah. You know, it's like. So what did you guys talk about after the fact? Were you like, did you explain to Virginia, like, what happened? Like, tell us about yeah. that. So, yeah. So I explained what happened and she was like, you know. And I was like, I was like, the guy was kind of hostile, you know? And uh, <laughs> so then she was, you know, she was, she was laughing and, uh, and it was like weird, you know? And I, and it's like, I guess I could, could, we could have told the guy like, you know, just call the police and then they can call me and I can explain to them. I don't have a car, you know, but then that's all right. I, you know, but it's like, I wasn't calm at the time. I was just like, no, I don't. Nope. I don't have a car, dude. Wasn't me. But then, like, for, for, like, 10 minutes, it didn't catch on, but for 10 minutes, uh, give me your insurance, B. That was, like, we said that a bunch of times, because that's what the guy says at the end of the call. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that was a little, <laughs> that was a little catchphrase for, for about 10 minutes. Nice. But you didn't ever wonder, like, did someone, you know, use my telephone number and put it on this person's car That's as like a joke or I, something. Well, I assumed that someone hit a car and the guy, so then they left a fake note and just randomly scribbled down numbers and it happened to be mine. I mean, it has to be, you write down 10 numbers, it's going to be someone's phone number. Right. Yeah. So I just figured, you know, dude had bad <laughs> luck. Someone hit his car, but it's like, I can't explain that to you. 
If you're if yeah. you're acting like that, you know, I'm not gonna get through to you. So yeah, no, that was a good prank right. call. That was, and I can't believe that that wasn't live. It wasn't. You know how I know is because this whole how I figured this whole thing out is because I kept getting that call from my friend. My friend was trying to prank me. Ah, uh, and it's the same every time. Yeah, it well, it recorded that guy's whole spiel, and I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then so I went online. And I like typed in some of the phrase the phrases that are used, and it led me to the prank site. Ah, uh, and then I was like, "Well, who?" I was like, "Who the hell would do that?" And then I thought of my friend, and yes, it was him. Yep. Because the funny thing is, is that it records it re- it it records the person's response, huh. and then it sends it to you when it's done. It's fucking hilarious. You know what? We should do some of these. Like, do one to Paulson? I would love to do one to Paulson. Oh, yeah, dude. He would argue with it for an hour. <laughs> we'll do it. So that's good. Well, we don't want to make a big thing out of it, like that to be one of our big segments, but let's just play with it maybe like one more time. And yeah. Done with All it. right. Yeah. We can do it to somebody. That was a good right, one, dude. I, I thought that that was a live guy because I was like, dude, I did not hit your car. And it's like, you're lying. Like immediately afterwards. <laughs> oh, I died laughing listening to that over yeah. and over. I thought I so reacted pretty okay. Oh yeah, you did. Well, there's they play some online at, on the site uh, where people are like freaking out. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, I was just like, I'm hanging up on you, dude. <laughs> you know. All right, good. I'm glad that I handled myself well. You did. Yeah. I knew you would. Yeah. You know. No, that was yeah. I thought that that was a real call until right now nice one yeah and that's what's funny i was like nothing weird i guess it didn't really affect you that much you weren't like man what the fuck well if it would have been today i would have talked about it but it was like wednesday or thursday it was it was enough days ago that it's not on the top of my list plus this notary public dude just skyrocketed (laughs) up to frustrations of this week right is your mom there? No, I'm home alone. Well, you won a prize. What's your address? Uh, 42 Oak Street. Hey, Roblox, some stranger's bringing me a prize. A stranger, huh? All he wanted to bring you was trouble. Remember, never tell anyone you're home alone and never give anyone your address. I'll say mom can't come to the phone. Smart thinking. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! Okay, well, the other reason we right. called this, this, you know, emergency podcast was that we got a couple of uh, people tweet at us. I know. That's, that's, some questions. Yeah. Some, First time. Yeah, this is unprecedented. Yeah. And how are we as lame as we are to be so excited about this? It's, it's amazing. Audience feedback. And these tweets were not from... Superfan Chiss, who is up until this point has been our most active fan. Yeah, Superfan S- Chiss, are you on Twitter? Tweet at us. <laughs> right, <laughs> but yeah, but these are new people. These are brand new people. These are brand new people. Yeah, so exciting. Very exciting for us. All right, so have you looked at the tweets? No. Okay, of course not. I'm going in cold. All I, right. I th- plus, man, I just don't use Twitter. I know I should. I know you don't. I know I should. All right, going in cold. All right. Uh, at Wonderhouse. Wonderhouse? Says Wonderhouse. Got it. I was just being German. One, 
Yes. It's, well, it, yeah, it's Wonder House. Wonder yeah. House. Wonder House. Uh, Wonder House. <laughs> uh, episode 17, he says, episode 17's was heavy. Yeah. Doug should check out Carl Sagan's explanation of the Tesseract. Do you know what that is? I do know what it, I know that a Tesseract is, it's, it's a shape. Yes, it's the, I, it's the, um. Is it like a four-dimensional shape represented in three dimensions? It's, yes, it's a four-dimensional representation of the cube. Right. I think that I know what that is. All right, I'll, I'll take a listen to, what is, I mean, what's Carl Sagan's explanation of a Tesseract? I, I mean, he, I, I watched, I looked it up on uh, YouTube and he just, he talks about, have you ever heard like the whole story of like Flatlanders and yeah. like how Flatlanders, <laughs> you know, two dimensional beings would have no yeah, understanding I, I, of it. In college, like we could take a, we had to take a math elective. We had to take one math elective, which I thought I was done with electives after when I got out of high school, I was so pissed because I was not good at math. And, uh, yeah. So one of the classes we could take was math and culture, which was like dummy math for like liberal arts majors. And right. one of the things we had to do was read uh, Flatlanders, that that book. So I'm familiar with Flatlanders. But the only thing I totally remember from that is if all things were two dimensional, like you could tell something was closer if it was bigger. And then I remember, which I didn't understand, because if it's like if everything's two dimensional, nothing is closer. There's no closer. But um, but well, then, th- there would be because if you if you had two pieces of paper that were, let's say you had a, a square cut out, all right. Black, so they're two dimensional. Black square. Yeah, there's lots of planes. There's not yeah, one. Okay, it's, got you, it. You under you understand you understand forward and backwards and left and right, but you don't yes, understand. I'm, up and I'm down. an adult. <laughs> Well, you well, fuck you. You said you wouldn't. You would be what you said would didn't make sense to the three to three D. Because I was thinking that third dimension. I was thinking that the entire thing was two dimensional. Like there wouldn't be closer and further because there's only two dimensions. But there's a bunch of planes. It's just I got it. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't insulting your intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I understand left and right and forward and backwards. Um, All right, so he goes in. Yeah. Right. So he goes into. So Carl Sagan goes into that, and then he then goes and explains like how a three dimensional you'd be able to maybe see uh, a two a two dimensional flatlander would be able to detect a, the third dimension, you know. And he goes into that, and then he goes into the um, the tesseract, and he has like this model and. Then, so he had a, a physical like cube that right. was made out of plastic yeah. that was see through, and so he put a, you see it on a, you see a light, and the three dimensional cube that he's holding in his hand appears on the table, and you can see the shadow of it, and that would be the, the two dimensional representation of it. Does right. that make sense? Yes, that makes sense because it's a shadow. Okay, right. so and depending so, on how you turn it, it can be all of a sudden it's a trapezoid or it's a triangle or it's a. Right, but he never. Took, I thought he was going to say, well, I think he does say, if you look at the shadow of the Tesseract, th- then, you know, it will look like three-dimensional or something like that. And then they never showed that. And I was like, well, I thought you were going to show that. Mm. I could be wrong, but I, I thought he says that and he doesn't do it. Well, you, should, so, you should call Carl Sagan and complain. I will. Yeah. Um, 
funny, funny segue that you say that because I didn't finish the tweet. Oh, all right. So he says, he says, Doug should check out Carl Sagan's explanation of the Tesseract. It explained ghosts. It explains ghosts. Yeah. All right. I doubt it. <laughs> Having not seen the video <laughs> or know anything about what was said, like it might explain a theory of ghosts, but I don't think it explains ghosts. Right. Well, I, I'll say this. In and we we mentioned Interstellar in the last episode. Yep. And I the the thing that Matthew spoiler alert, you know, when Matthew McConaughey's in the black hole, I think they called that upper dimensional place where Matthew McConaughey was like the Tesseract. I think they do. Right. So if, if that's the case, then the ghost-like phenomenon that was that the that his daughter was experiencing in the beginning. Yeah. That's that's the connection. But that doesn't explain ghosts. No, that doesn't explain ghosts. That's that's a that's so. a pretty good leap. Plus, it's like, yeah. all right, you're calling these ghosts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know. So basically, it's saying that ghost experience phenomenon might be 4D beings interacting with our 3D world. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't uh, say. Uh, of course, you don't. Nobody does. Yeah, I, yeah, I have no clue. Yeah, so. I mean, you know what, dude? That, that, I buy that more than I buy, like, dead people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I'll, I'll take a look it, at this uh, Tesseract video. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's good. Anyway, yeah, and then I try to look up other stuff on Tesseracts, and it's, like, it's, it's pretty mind-bending, and I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I need to study, like, basic. I need to take the steps of learning geometry to get to that point. You didn't take geometry in high school? I did, but... You know, that was 20 years ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, I couldn't believe that you're not a geometry expert because you took one semester of it. So thank you, Wonder House. Yeah, that's great. We'll uh, we'll post a link to the video so that our viewers can watch it as well. Yeah, we'll put it on our Tumblr. Yep. So look at our Tumblr, look at our Instagram. It's all at Rip It Radio. Yep. You'll find it. it we're, we're being more interactive. This, yeah. This, uh, Maybe I will watch the video and like do a live. Uh, how long is the video? Seven minutes. Yeah. I could do like a live recording, a little snippet, throw it up there. Yeah. While I watch yeah. it. Cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, thanks again. Totally. And thanks, Wonder House. We are three dimensional creatures trapped in three dimensions. We imagine our universe to be flat in three dimensions but maybe it's curved into a fourth. We can talk about a fourth physical dimension, but we can't experience it. So the next tweet we got was from Pastronaut. Castronaut? Patstronaut. Patstronach? Like an astronaut, but it's a pat. The person's name is Pat. Patstronaut. Got it. At Patstronaut. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's a, a link here in the in the tweet that's about uh, an extinct baby woolly rhino that was found in Siberia. Yes. So Pat. Uh, so Pat. So <laughs> Pat Patronaut. Yes. Asks us, what are our thoughts on de-extinction? 
on de-extinction. Yes. I mean... All right. And I think what he means is like re, re yeah, bringing yeah. back extinct right. species. Yep, I got that. I mean, you know, it's like woolly rhinos. I think that I think in some cases, I think I think in all cases, it would be cool. Like, here's a brand new, like big animal. Like, I don't get too jazzed if they find a new centipede. Right. You know, but and really, if they find a new fish, I'm not like flipping out. But if someone's like, we found a new fucking like lion it's like oh you know that'd be cool so like you know in theory i think it's very cool like a new what, like bringing almost, back bringing back like a mammoth or a woolly rhino yeah and i so i understand like the problem with it in that yeah what's the what's the problem well i mean i don't i understand a problem with it that i think is true <laughs> i should qualify that but like things, <laughs> like things go extinct for a reason. Really? For what reason? I mean, the, the, because they weren't a successful, <laughs> viable life form. Yeah, something happened and right. they went extinct. Yeah, exactly. And it's because they weren't viable. It's not. It's not. Necess- it's not it, I, I. I just. It's not necessarily that they're supposed to. No, I didn't mean it's that. that. They just. They, yeah, yeah. It's just they did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, that's the way that it worked. Like, it yeah. sucks for you, Wooly Rhino. Like, you gave it your all. You know, it's like the Los Angeles Rams. Like, sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. So, um, uh, so, you know, I get that there might be, like, people might have reservations with, like, well, if we bring these back, we know we're playing God and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's, I don't think that, like it's not Jurassic Park on a global scale of all of a sudden like the woolly rhinos are, you know are going to fucking run r- rampant you know no it's like real yeah. rhinos aren't a problem right you know so i don't think that there's a big problem i mean i think but i mean my whole thing is like i would i think it'd be cool to see a woolly mammoth i think that'd be pretty awesome you know i've all i've right. seen them Vacuum in the Flintstones houses. I've seen them all my life. You know, so it'd be cool to see one in real life. But. Right. But. Right. But I will say, okay, you've you've probably seen a rhinoceros at a zoo in your life. Yeah. Does that, did, how big of an impact did that ever have on your life? I mean, it's a cool thing to see. Yeah. You're like, oh, look at the rhino. That's cool. Yeah. Where's the snack bar? <laughs> and then you move on. Yeah, exactly. That's about as that's about as much thought and attention you you'd be like, holy shit, there's the woolly mammoth. Yeah, can't believe they did it. Where's the snack bar? I mean, I'd take yeah. I mean, a woolly mammoth and a woolly rhino aren't like they're not super all stars. You know, my my point is is that it's just, it would just be creating something for sideshow purposes. It, it wouldn't have any like real purpose. Right. That's the reason. That's the only reason why I would be interested in it is to take a look at it. Like it would right. like I don't know what scientific benefit we would get out of like a woolly rhinoceros coming back, other than the fact that we yeah. would be able to say we have conquered extinction. Right. Here's here's one of my issues yeah. is that like it's like ninety nine percent of all species that has ever lived is extinct. Right. It's like where do you draw that line? 
one. And two, it's like, kind of like when the time, you know, what we talked about last time, it's like, it's not, it's not time travel, but it's, it's messing with something that happened that just, it's like, just let it, it, it's done. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, it's like, just leave it alone. It's, It's gone. It shouldn't be here. You know, the earth and things around here or around on earth. Like, I think it says that that, the woolly, uh, Rhino died like out three hundred and fifty thousand years ago, yeah. which is totally to to a human brain unthinkable. Oh yeah, that's super long. I was a little bit shocked that woolly mammoths or woolly mammoths are as recent as they. I remember when I learned that, and it was like I learned that as an adult, like they were fairly recent animals. I was shocked at that. I always well, thought they were like well they 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 or you mean they went extinct recently? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like people saw woolly mammoths, humans. Yes, but it, how how old are they? Like a hundred? But it's like a hundred thousand. I years. thought it was like ten thousand years. I don't know if it's that. I think I I don't know. I thought it was like maybe fifty between a hundred and fifty. I mean a hundred thousand and fifty thousand. I thought it was like I could be wrong. I thought it was like recent, like and you know yeah. not recent like last week, but I thought it was like ten thousand years. Should we look yeah. it up? Should we get on the horn? Yeah, look it up real quick. All right. Most of the woolly mammoths disappeared 10,000 years ago. Boy, that was pretty spot on on me. But Good there, job. Were, there was an isolated population that survived on uh, Wrangell Island, which I don't know where that is, until 4,000 years ago. Hmm. That's uh, Wrangell Island is somewhere up in like Alaska, Russia E area. Right. Dude, wow. 4,000 years ago is not that long. No, uh, I wonder if humans. I wonder if humans were the cause of their extinction. I think I, I'm sure we helped. So yeah, I. But from from a ethical standpoint, I don't like. I don't know, man. You know, it's like if we we've like as humans like removed ourselves from natural order like completely. Us doing some making a woolly de de extinctifying things. It's just like. It's that's no more unnatural than us, you know, curing diseases, irradiating polio, not irradiating, getting rid of polio and smallpox and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've removed ourselves from nature. We're not part of the food chain anymore. You know, so it doesn't. It doesn't seem like. It seems like anything that we do these days, like we shouldn't be really taking nature into the thing because we are not. We're not part of it. Yeah, I hear I hear what you're saying because there's even like genetically engineered corn, like the corn that we eat now, you know, is so different than oh, yeah. what corn was a hundred years ago or whatever. Dude, have you seen even like the dog even the dog. But anyway. Oh yeah. Have you seen speaking of the corn and uh have you seen what a banana really looks like? All the bananas that we eat are genetics are clones of one banana. And like, I heard about this. Yeah, and if we talk about it more, yeah. So if we didn't like, like, if we didn't fuck around and just be like, this is the good banana, like this big yellow, awesome long banana that tastes delicious. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a short little stubby, like Vienna sausage of bananas, banana that's green and full of seeds. It looks like shit. <laughs> well, I've seen. At the store, I've seen like mini bananas. 
Yeah, I don't. I think that those are probably just small. I think that the banana that we eat is called the Cavendish banana. Uh huh. And it's just one clone that everybody eats. Weird. Yeah, but yeah. Are you hundred percent on that? I am pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, it would be a weird thing for me to make up Cavendish bananas. No, no, no. I'm not saying that, but like all bananas that we eat come from. One clone? Cavendish banana. Give me one second, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're we're fact-checking ourselves. Yeah, live. we are. I thought it'd be fun to do at the end of the and each episode, like, where we fact-check the shit that we just bullshit and be like, Seth was wrong on this one. Doug was right on this. Yeah. Doug was wrong on this. Yeah. Because um, I have no... I'm not... I'm, I'm one of those people that has no problem being wrong. No, me too. They're cultivated... I, I'm not going to be able to explain this. Because <laughs> it's using words like cultivars Belonging yeah. to the Cavendish subgroup of the AAA cultivar group I don't fucking know Okay, I mean, so it's basically So, okay, we're on the right track It's a Cavendish, got it So, yeah So they're all If they're not clones I don't know what plants are But they're all like They're from this one it may have, plant it may have, Right, right, right I get it It was like Propagated from one yeah. plant Yeah, we are just like This is the fucking probably, Yeah like this banana is slamming. Use this one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so we 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 remove ourselves from nature, I think fairly frequently. So I say go for it. I say go for it, uh Patronaut. If you want to de-extinctify woolly rhinoceroses, be my guest. Eh, I I say leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Yeah, make something new. Make something new. Like it's gone. <laughs> but what do you? What do you? What, what? What are you suggesting that scientists make? What new animal? I'm not saying make a new animal. Just like just move on. <laughs> make something. Okay, you make you like work on you know making human organs in the lab. Got it. Know? Don't don't bring, use your time more wisely. You know than woolly rhinoceroses. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's extinct. Well, maybe this is okay. like a maybe it's like a little uh, training ground, you know. Figure out this mammal, and then we can move up to more complex ones. Although woolly rhinoceros seem pretty complex. Yeah, it's a large. It would it would be a large animal, yeah. which would require also probably a rhin- rhinoceros birth mother. You know. Yeah, and that thing would be confused as shit when a woolly rhinoceros came out of it. So I'm I give uh, de-extincting things a. Controlled, tentative thumbs up. I say leave it alone. So I'm thumbs down. All right. There, that's our that's our thought. Yeah, we should we should submit this to Congress. Yes, we should. Uh, and Pat Stronaut also had one more question. Yeah. What word would leave your mouth first after like he says? What word would leave your mouth first if you stumbled up- upon this uh, woolly rhino? Carcass in Siberia. Hmm. I mean, my initial instinct, I would just be like, fuck. But, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I th- I would definitely be like, what the fuck is that? I think yeah, that- my first word would be holy. My first word would be holy, followed by shit or fuck. Yeah. Because it would, it's it like, be is that a dead body? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I would be, what the fuck is that? I would probably poke. I would ruin it. I would poke at it with a stick. <laughs> 
That's funny you say that. There's, have you ever heard, I, I may be pronouncing this wrong. It's like Utsi. Have you ever heard of Utsi? The, he was like a frozen man. Like that was found up in like a, um, in like the Alps off a glacier or something. I'm, I, I've, I've heard of like this type of thing. Right. So this, I think it was this frozen ice man. And so they saw this body and they were poking at it. Now, the funny thing about this is like when you're at the, at the, uh, the level where they were in the mountains, there's no trees. Right. Yeah. And so they're like on a glacier or something. So they found a stick and they were poking at the frozen man with it. Dude, the stick was like his staff or like his walking stick. Oh, yeah, they were just so they're like... poking him with. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, you're using like this artifact as a poker. Right, you're you using know? like one of the first evidences of human tools. <laughs> <laughs> oh, humans. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely like, like, I wouldn't like defile it. I would think that it was like a weird bear, you know, probably. Like a yeah, and I would, I would be like, "What the fuck is that?" So I'm, well, I would definitely think like yak, some sort of woolly yak or like woolly cow. Yeah, you know? I would. I wouldn't think woolly rhinoceros. I'm not positive I knew woolly rhinoceros existed until this article. Yeah, yeah. did they exist in the? Were they at the tar pits when we went to the tar pits? Dude, they might have been. Woolly mammoths were. They're like a, yeah, they're a tar pit like animal. Yeah, you know. How many, what how, What other woolies were there? Were there woolly hippos? Seems like the... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I don't know. They had, yeah, they had the giant um, arm, armadillo, no, uh, the giant sloth. Yeah. That was kind of woolly-ish. Yeah. <laughs> I think a saber-toothed tiger would be cool to bring back. Yeah. I'm like, leave it alone. <laughs> Why? Like, how, you should you should work on, like, helping, like, real endangered, like... Uh, like Siberian snow leopard populations. Yes, you're right. Just work on work on the woolly rhinoceros on the side. <laughs> no, leave it alone. <laughs> I kind of something else. Kind of want to see a woolly rhinoceros. Oh God, I haven't seen a new big animal in a while. You know, there's not that many new big animals where you're just like, oh man, look at that thing. Well, you got to get out there, man. I think you I'm can go st- see whales. Yeah, I haven't, but I know of whales. I'm talking something brand new. I know. I know, but have you ever seen a whale? No. I think we talked about this last Yeah, time. no, I haven't. Dude, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Go see some... Next time you come out of here, we'll see what the whale situation All is. All right. I'll look at whales. I think there's I think there's a lot around June. Yeah. Because you'll be coming out here in June, right? Yeah, in June. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Cool. Another animal that doesn't travel south in winter is the woolly rhino. They are very short-sighted, and this huge male has not even noticed the Neanderthal just 50 meters away. Woolly rhinos are easily startled and will charge at anything that surprises them. Even at this distance, he won't see the Neanderthal, but his sense of smell is better than his sight. The rhino has picked up the scent. Well, yeah, those were, those were great questions from the audience. Yeah. That's what we're talking about, folks. It's like we, we've always said, just tweet at us and we'll, you know, we may not respond to everyone because, you know, I don't know why. But well, yeah, I mean, right now we will. Unless you ask yes. us like, <laughs> you know, who's, yeah, unless you ask us something bad. But yeah, thank you for the uh, 
for the questions, dudes. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pat Stranot. Uh, and Chiss, send us a tweet. Send us a something. Yeah. Ask us a question. We, 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 I, I want to do a call to action to Chiss. All right. Superfan Chiss. Superfan Chiss. Help us out, brother. We need some topics. Yep. Do it. All right. There you go. We got a little fan mail, I guess. Yep, we did. You, I, we, uh, we had to grab the red phone to get this episode recorded. Yeah. So it was relevant to the question. Was it the red phone? The red phone was definitely in uh, Batman when Batman called the commission. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the call, like the phone that connected like Nixon to, or you know, to. I don't know if it was actually red. I was just thinking like we wouldn't have called it the red phone because that's like commie related. Like red was very negative. In like the eighties, I know, but it, I I just remember the red phone from Batman. Yeah, Batman and Commissioner Gordon had the red phone. It's like the hotline. <laughs> we had to get on the hotline. Right. We did. Yeah, we did. It was great. Yeah, and so and thanks for being a good sport about the prank call. Oh yeah, dude. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny when it called. We made fun of it afterwards. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm just glad that I handled it well because you recorded it. Yeah, I would have been like if if it would have been me freaking out, I would have been humiliated. <laughs> oh Lord! Yeah. Oh, so funny. Yeah, it was a good one though. I ha- I'm I'm hearing that again. I'm very proud of myself. It was like you should be. It was like no, dude. Here's the facts. I live in New York. I don't have a car. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, you'd have nothing to worry about because. You- because of the simple fact you don't you, you don't have a car. Yeah, exactly. If you did have a car, it would change the whole dynamic. Yeah. I I would then I would start thinking like how can I prove that I was Oh dude, you know what? One of the things are you talking about sorry, this is like talking about cars and then also talking about going the notary republic for this car accident thing. Like Virginia had to provide this is what we had to get signed. Proof that she doesn't have insurance. You know, we were before we figured out how to do it. It's like, how the fuck do you prove you don't have car insurance? <laughs> it's like you say, you know how you prove it? You say, I don't have car insurance. Yeah, because I don't have a car. <laughs> and I don't have insurance. Yeah. Meaning like, I don't have any paperwork that says I don't have it. Exactly. Because I don't we have saying. it. Yeah. Do we have to call every <laughs> insurance company and verify we don't have insurance? Yeah. that's Now, did it mean that you didn't get insurance from... Oh no! It the, meant we're not. We don't have place. car insurance because the credit card is covering the accident. Got it. You get car it. insurance through your credit card, you know, when you rent a car. But they want to know that you don't have car insurance already. Yeah. Like from at, from at home, because that would cover you as a driver, I guess. But yeah, it's like I don't know how you prove you don't have car insurance. So basically, we just wrote a letter saying I'm certifying I don't have car insurance. Yeah, it's like that's funny. Yeah. That's a that's a. That's a very funny, I don't know, situation or, you know, to put into, I don't know. Yeah, because it was like we were going over the list of stuff we needed. I was like, yeah, I just need a letter certifying that I don't have car insurance. And we were both just like, how do we do that? Yeah, I guess you would just write on a piece of paper, I, we do not have car insurance. Yeah, that's what what happened. (laughs) So we'll see. Oh, so much wasted time. No, totally. Let, like our listeners listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't waste your time this week, listeners. No, education. Yep. We delivered. Education connection. All right, guys. Thanks for listening uh, to the Rippet Show. Again, 
We're on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all that stuff at Rip It Radio. And uh, I'm Seth. I'm Doug. And you know what to do. Rip it. <laughs>